Hey guys, Trey Copeland here. Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket. You're listening to Moving the Chain. Yo, what's up guys? It's Chad Townsend from Talk of the Town. Hey sports fans, Nick Davis here and you're listening to Moving the Chain. <laughs> Yes, welcome to Moving the Chains. NFL Week 1 is upon us and uh, we cannot wait. We've been doing this for over a couple of months now. We're finally here, <laughs> boys. We are finally here and thanks to topsport.com.au, our Moving the Chains Fantasy League got up and running last week with a big $1,000 cash prize. Trent Robinson, the back-to-back champion coach, will go through his squad tonight. Who won our draft? Plus, we talk about a little bit of signing in the NFL and uh, we get underway uh, this week in the NFL. Chad Townsend, uh, a rough week for you, brother, but you must be excited that uh, the NFL is back this week. Yeah, look, it's obviously been a rough few days, a lot happening um, in the NRL world for myself, but um, look, I've put that stuff behind me. I put it to bed yesterday on I'm pumped. It's week one of the NFL. And as you mentioned, Sal, you know, we've been talking with no games, no content for about three months now. So I know the boys are pumped and ready to rip into week one. Can't wait. I'll tell you what, Dickie, our fans are be excited because we've been talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our fans are still here from the start, stay tuned because we're actually about to talk about something. <laughs> Possibly uh, interesting, so it's going to be great. Yeah, we certainly are. A couple of interesting <laughs> matchups. I know you'll uh, you'll talk about your Las Vegas Raiders a little bit earlier. Maybe uh, getting to a one and no start, which is unbelievable. Yeah. But Copes, uh, we are finally here, mate. Over three months of talking, the fantasy went quite well last week. We rated really well. Make sure you go onto YouTube. You can find it uh, at Moving the Chains and, and get an, a grip on what we did last week for the fantasy. But it was exciting last week. Yeah, it was great fun. And we had a lot of interaction on social media about our teams, who they thought won and lost the draft, and particularly some of the more controversial picks in the middle rounds as well. So it was great to have Trent Robinson on board. Well done for that, Dickie. And I I mean, I must say, our teams came out really good at the end of it. I think it's going to be a really evenly matched season. Now, I mean, just, I'm going I'm to win, but yeah. Well, just thanks for bringing that up, Copes. Just before we uh, go into all the news ahead of week one in the NFL, topsport.com.au have put up the Moving the Chains Fantasy League odds. Now, obviously, you cannot bet on this, but a little bit of fun from Tristan and the team. Uh, boys, fantasy football down under, he's a bit of a, I guess, a shark in this kind of stuff. He's favorite at $4. He picked 11th. Copes is fa- second favorite at $5. He picked 12th third pick is Trent Robinson. Now, his first pick, Copes, was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who you've been waxing lyrical about, um, but his quarterback was Tom Brady. Uh, you, how did you think about uh, Trent Robinson's picks? Were you surprised that he was that knowledgeable? Yeah, oh, not really. I mean, when I heard Dickie talk about it, it, when he was leaving training and talking about how serious he was going to be about it, I was interested to see you know, his... The first thing I noticed was his logo. It was a Ravens logo. So, obviously, he's a, he's a big fan of the Ravens. Exciting time to be a Ravens fan. Uh, but just running through his first couple of picks, he went CEH with the first one, Kenyon Drake on the way back around, then three receivers in a row, Alan Robinson, Cooper Cup, and DJ Chark, all pretty good value. Then David Montgomery, who's injured and out for two to four weeks. So, look, it was a really solid start to the draft. And then Brady is his QB with Ryan Tannehill as a backup. Um, Look, he impressed me. He's got a good roster. Uh, I'm glad I don't have him in the first couple of rounds, that's for sure. Dickie, you're at $11 next. Uh, the hairy bandit, of course. We won't miss him throughout the year with that Hawaiian shirt. You're next at $11. You happy with your team? Did you want a player that someone else picked up? No, because no one picked up Derek, so... Uh, <laughs> I can... <laughs> Derek Carr, that is, not Derek Henry. <laughs> yes. Derek Carr, sorry. 
no, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. My only look, Drew Brees at quarterback, Sowie. Hopefully for uh, for you, he um, he strikes it up again with uh, Michael Thomas. But I got my running back, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, uh, Mario Cooper, Keenan Allen, Waller. Look, I'm pretty happy with my squad. Will Fuller will be the wide receiver one probably at, at Houston now that Hopkins is gone and Emmanuel Sanders. So I'm pretty happy with my squad. Chad Townsend, $12 in this fake market for topsport.com.au. <laughs> uh, a little bit disrespected there. I, I can't believe I haven't been mentioned yet because I was quite happy with my squad. Are you happy with yours, uh, CT? Yeah, look, I'm, um, you know, I'm touch and go. I'm, I'm not overly happy, but in saying that, you know, I'm, I've, got, I've got Zeke and, and Zeke's shown that he can be that workhorse back. Um, I did take uh, Jerry Judy, rookie wide receiver as well. I've took Henry Ruggs and Jalen Rager. So, I was pretty excited about that, you know, rookie wide receiver class, and um, you know, I wanted to see what they what they what they can do. You know, there's so much talk about these guys coming out of college and what they're able to do and where they're going to slot in in that um, wide receiver one two slot on their individual teams. I've got OBJ, Zach Erks is my tight end, um, Mark Ingram. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's obviously gone to the Cardinals, who I think is going to have an outstanding season uh, there with Colin Murray. And, you know, I've got Ben Roethlisberger as my quarterback. And, um, you know, we've spoken about him before. He could potentially be on the shortlist for, you know, comeback player of the year. But, hey, I'm excited. Fantasy football, it's the best time of the year. Certainly is. What about the disrespect for the last three here? Uh, me and Phil Salt, who, Phil, uh, good luck with getting runs or wherever, whatever you're doing over there, uh, mate. And, uh, me, Tristan, and Phil Salt, uh, all at $15. Now, Copes, I want to ask you about your team, but um, I have been taking notes, and I was quite happy with my team. I took Derrick Henry first, Aaron Jones second, and I was very patient with my quarterback. I ended up getting Carson Wentz, but... One of the receivers that I was very, very happy with, and I know you were uh, sort of happy with because we did it in another draft, was Calvin Ridley. He might have a big year for me. Yeah, and to get him in the fourth round, the, the sixth pick of the fourth round is incredible value. I'm seeing him go end of the second, even early third, just because of that breakout potential. I mean, he's the second wide receiver on his own team, but I think I'm back this week on top sport, Matt Ryan to have the most passing yards in the entire NFL. I think they're going to be pass happy shocking defense which adds up to more offense and he's one to watch out for and then the rest of you guys that you went after and getting Colin Murray was a great grab as well um Kenny Golladay and AJ Green to go with Calvin Ridley and CD Lamb pretty stacked receiver group so yeah I'm, I would be really happy if I was you mate yeah, I am. I had to get down. Once we got down to the final rounds, I was very nervous because a lot of players I'd never heard of. Um, Copes, your team, you had pick 12. You said it was a tough position to be in, but you got two picks in a row, so you had to be strategic. Are you happy with your team? Was there a player that you missed out on that you really wanted that's going to have a big year? Uh, look, I would have loved with pick 12 to have had the luxury of getting a Clyde Edwards-Alaire or a Devontae Adams, who sometimes slide there. Um, but I didn't get that, and with the news coming out that day that Joe Mixon had signed his big extension, I was stoked to get him on the turn with Julio Jones, two of my favourite players to watch. And I think the Bengals' offence is going to be much better this year. So, look, I was stoked with those two. And then from there, it was a little bit more speculative. And David Johnson, is he going to be the guy who took the league by storm at the Cardinals? Who knows? But I'm, I'm pretty confident, given what Houston paid, to get him, given DeAndre Hopkins went the other way, I'm hoping that the investment alone gives him the opportunity. And then after that, it was some you know real upside guys. Juju, 
Terry McLaurin and Cortland Sutton, who I'm really happy with. So, yeah, look, mate, I'm, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see these matchups go. And I'm playing salty in round one. Can't wait to smack him out of the park. Yeah, uh, you are playing salty. I can't wait for that matchup either. Fast bowler versus a spin bowler uh, over there in England. Uh, listen, boys, uh, make sure you go on to at Moving the Chains on Twitter and vote for who won who won our draft out of us four. So go to at Moving Chains on Twitter. I'm sure Chad will throw that up there and uh, be able to see who won uh, with our teams. Let's get stuck into the rest of the NFL action ahead of week one, boys. We do have our multis coming up. Later in the show, we do that for charity, of course. We're going to have a $50 multi each week and hopefully bank some cash in and then we'll pick a charity at the end of the year. But uh, let's get into Sean Watson's extension, Chad. A huge extension. Uh, I'm, lo- I'm hearing, well, not hearing, I'm reading on ESPN and hearing on all the shows that they think this is a really good valued contract for Deshaun Watson. Uh, what did you make of the contract? And he's going to have to carry the hopes of the Houston Texans with no uh, DeAndre Hopkins this year. Yeah, look, uh, you know, second in average money per season, just behind obviously Patrick Mahomes' mega deal in Kansas City. But I think it's, you know, definitely worthy. I think it's definitely a reward for Deshaun Watson, who's coming out and, and basically, you know, probably had his limelight taken from, you know, guys like Lamar Jackson and um, Patrick Mahomes. But there's no doubt that um, Deshaun. Watson is a franchise quarterback. He deserves this extension. And, you know, the interesting thing is going to be how he goes, you know, without that connection, um, you know, with his number one wide receiver gone. So, you know, moving forward, you know, they've put a lot of trust in in Bill O'Brien at the Houston Texans. And he's, he's come up with some dodgy calls. But I think, you know, this one to extend um, to Sean is the right one. Dickie, is there, you've got Will Fuller in your draft, as you just said. Is there any danger that he gets bashed up this year? Because you lose a top-line receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, the pressure starts to come on. I think about Russell Wilson and the pressure that he's under every year to make plays. And he does have some good receivers, but you take a top three receiver out of your team, is there going to, there's a lot more pressure on Deshaun Watson to come up with those big plays. Are we expecting too much this year? Uh, no, I don't think so. I I clearly think he's the second best. I probably uh, I look. I rate him. I I think Patrick second Mahomes quarterback. I rate him in, in front where? of uh, in the competition. But not not the MVP, Lamar Jackson. No, if I was picking a team, I'd pick what? Mahomes, Watson, and then Lamar Jackson. What? That's my opinion. Mate, you're sitting there in a basketball jersey, so you can't have it. Boston win today, I didn't see. Just just saying. Throw this up straight away. That's my opinion. Throw this up straight away. Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson, uh, better QB. That'll be 100%. That's my my opinion. Anyway, I'm allowed to have my bit. I'll chuck it up right now, boys. I'm I'm marking up a who who won our fantasy draft as well. You have to wear a Lamar (laughs) Jackson shirt for the rest of the year. (laughs) That's okay. Anyway, we digress. Uh, the analogy and the sorry, the comparison between Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson is spot on, Sowie. I think they're both, you know, the triple threat quarterback. Look, they can stand in the pocket. Uh, you saw in that playoff game where he absorbed two or three tackles and, and extended the play. Uh, he can move. Uh, he can run the footy, uh, and then he can run out of the pocket and pass from there too. So he's a triple threat quarterback. Uh, I, I, I I like him as a player in regards to look. I said Lamar Jackson and him. I take him. I like him. I like watching him play footy. I have no doubt he's the best quarterback in that division, Copes, uh, and the extension is justified. Do they make the playoffs this year with just Deshaun Watson being the head of the snake? I'm sceptical. But, I mean, my pick of him being the MVP was 
you know, at the time you blokes laughed at me and, and whatever, but he's come into sort of 15 to 18 bucks. Uh, I think so you, vote. you have to vote for him then. Yeah, I'm on it, mate. I, Thank like, you. I think that's one vote. <laughs> you know what I think is if he's going to do it, he's going to carry them on his back. And on the back of that, if he gets a good result, it's going to be the MVP worthy season. He's the kind of guy that can take a team on his back to carry them through some injuries, some poor performances from offensive players. He can do it with his feet. He can do it with his arm. He can do it with his, his smarts. He done and, it at Clemson too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think, look, if Brandon Cooks can stay healthy, Randall Cobb can stay healthy yeah. along Will with Fuller. Will Fuller, who we all know has that speed and, and Nouse is a mm-hmm. wide receiver, and they get a healthy David Johnson, I think they're going to be competitive in most games. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Just Sean Watson into 18 bucks. I think you tipped him in about 81 or $85 there earlier in the year on topsport.com.au. Let's uh, keep this moving quite quickly, boys. Mitch Trubisky, uh, Fitzmagic, and Tyrod Taylor, all named starters for their teams. Any surprises there, Chad? Uh, look, I, I don't think so. I think probably the most intriguing one and the one that had the most talk around it was probably the Trubisky Foles. Obviously, tr- Foles just got traded there from, from Jacksonville, and that was always going to be a talking point. Um, you know, Fitzmagic is obviously the, the veteran there with Tua coming in, just being recently drafted. And, you know, we've spoken a number of times about how hard it would be for rookies to come in, obviously with a virtual offseason and learning the playbook. I think that's probably the right move for the Dolphins in terms of letting Fitzmagic start and see, see how he goes and let Tua learn um, behind it. And you look at the same situation with the Chargers as well. Tyrod Taylor, a veteran quarterback, he knows the system, he's been there. Um, and played before where Herbert, you know, again, he's a rookie coming into a virtual offseason. And, and I've quite actually enjoyed watching Herbert on, on um, Hard Knocks over the last few weeks. You know, I think he's definitely got some talent um, in terms of his accuracy. You know, we've seen him, you know, throw those balls into the nets and, you know, his arm speaks for himself. So, um, you know, no real surprises from my end. Tua Tungvaluwa, Dickie, how long do Miami wait before they get him in there? I know we've had this conversation before and there's been different values here. We said round four, round six. You know, if Fitzmagic comes out and stinks it up against the Patriots' defense, is there a chance we see him week two? Um, no, I don't, I don't think you'd want to throw him until, he, until he's ready. I, I don't think that they've got any uh, long-term goals and aspirations of potential playoff uh, this year, so there's no point throwing him in there and maybe ruining him for the next year and the year after and the year after. You leave Fitzmagic out there and say you just got to cop it for a few weeks until Tua is ready. It might be he might be ready in week two and he goes in, but I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be putting him in there until he's ready to go. I think the first one of those three to go will be Trubisky. Copes, you've been watching NFL longer than all of us because you're the oldest. Um, what about a rookie quarterback to me? It's different to a rookie cricketer or NFL or uh, sorry, NRL or AFL guy. You can sort of throw those guys in there and the experience comes with being out there. But they're very sceptical about throwing these guys in raw. And especially after a virtual preseason, it may take a little bit longer to see some of the names that we've seen in the college system the last couple of years. Yeah, and the pressure on these guys is immense, not just from the public and the scrutiny of analysts. This is a worldwide sport, but it's also you know, internally. And if, if a player with a draft pedigree in the top five or the top 10, even just first round QBs, they come in and they don't start well, the pressure just piles that this guy is, is he a bust? That question gets asked after week one if they struggle. Mm-hmm. So I think 
most teams these days are drafting QBs in the maybe in the Packers it's I guess an example that maybe doesn't fit the norm but drafting a guy maybe like Jalen Hurts who for Philly who can come in with QB like Carson Wentz who A he's had a bit of injury history but B he's going to be there for a while to usher him in to get to the right scenario they don't have to force it they they don't have to rush things like some of these franchises that draft number one, two, and three overall, Joe Burrow has to start. I mean, they don't have another option. So I think the best scenario is find a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, that can usher this guy in. And when they're ready, they maybe get a juicy matchup. Uh, They've got their offensive line sorted to a point where they're not going to be pressured in the pocket too much. And they can come in with a bit of a luxury um, and they're not thrown to the wolves. The worst thing you could possibly do, throw them in against the 49ers in week one. Uh, I don't even know who the 49ers, oh, Arizona, for example. Say uh, Justin Herbert was playing against the 49ers in week one. I mean, Nick Bosa would just annihilate him and he might never want to play again. You know, that's the worst case scenario. It can ruin him really. And Josh Rosen this week was yeah. part, like yeah. he was a uh, top 10 pick and, and it, you're right, Copes. Um, if you can sit there for one or two years like Mahomes did, like Watson did. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo is another example of it. These guys can sit behind a a good quality quarterback. They might not play for your team in the long run, but then you can trade them and and get quality picks for them and and fill the pieces around that that, uh, established quarterback that you've got. That's the interesting one too, Josh Rosen. You feel sorry for him. It's it's such a ruthless business. You know, third team uh, hasn't been able to get a chance to really cement a starter because the other thing that we forget is it's much like coaching, really. The, the opportunities open up at the worst team. So, you know, if you're Joe Burrow this year and you come into Cincinnati, they finished last for a reason last year. You have to come in and try and turn that franchise. Uh, an update just before we came on that Marcus Mariota, this is devastating news for the Las, Ra- Las Vegas Raiders. Marcus Mariota, who was going to be their starting quarterback, in- <laughs> uh, has been placed on injured reserve. Derek Carr, I tell you what, Jesse's done well. A slide tackle at training from Derek Carr. Is- <laughs> <laughs> pulled out, uh, yeah. Any chance of Marcus Mariota taking Just going to solidify my man and I might even just go and pick him up off waivers now, actually. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a, a speed round here, boys. Uh, Jadavian Clowney has signed with the Tennessee Titans. That's a huge pickup for them, Chad. And also uh, Adrian Peterson, the veteran running back who only needs a, a certain amount of yards to go fourth on the all-time list, has signed with the Lions. Like, dislike, love. Where yeah, look, put- I, t- I think it's to, for someone of Jadavian Clowney's stature and skill, it, I'm surprised it... it Took him so long to find a team. Obviously, he was searching for money, and um, but to sign, you know, pretty much miss the whole of training camp to come in, and and um, you know, I'm sure he'll he'll add to you know uh, the Titans this year. I really like Mike Rabel, their coach, actually. You know, the way he jumps in and, and does all the you know the drills at training. I think that's you know really cool. And then um, obviously AP, uh, you know, his name speaks for himself. He'll probably get out in the Hall of Fame. Um, when he's finished up and still thinks he's got some juice in the legs and so do the Lions. So, you know, let's see how he goes. Side note there on the, just quickly on the, uh, on the clowny trade that the Saints, Sowie, were, were after him and they were trying yeah. to do a deal that got uh, squashed by the NFL yeah, with, the, uh, with the Cleveland Browns to take him and then they would pay him five million signing fee, sign him for one day, then trade him to the Saints and the Saints were going to give them a second round pick next year. 
and it got kiboshed by the NFL. Chris Paul, LA Lakers all over again. I can't believe the NFL ripped this off. We're only 90 million or something over the cap next year that we have to get rid of. Um, Copes, just quickly on the Tennessee Titans. Do they live up to the hype this year? They've got Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill showed some glimpses last year. He was great for fantasy owners towards the end because they had such a lead or they were just behind Derrick Henry. He was getting in position and being able to come up with some plays. Does the signing of Jadavian Clowney move the needle a little bit in terms of their championship, uh, championship contenders this year? Yeah, I think it does. And I think it just takes their whole other side of the ball from above average to potentially elite. Uh, and it, he's that good that he can make such a difference. They were already going to be dominating. You know who I love this trade for, or this signing, sorry, is Derrick Henry. He was already great. But when he gets a lead, he is unstoppable. They will just keep feeding him the rock. And when you put in guys like Corey Davis and AJ Brown, who broke out last year, Jonu Smith is a very good tight end. They've got some really good weapons that are going to be sustainable assets in fantasy, but also as an offense, when you get a lead and you've got that defense, they're going to be hard to beat, particularly when they're playing at home. Yeah, they are certainly going to be hard to beat. The Tennessee Titans, uh, they look like they've got both sides of the ball sorted. All right, boys, before we end uh, week one, heading into the NFL action, uh, they've come out, the NFL, obviously they do it great, the players where they exchange jerseys. They've come out and uh, there's been a notice said that they can can exchange the jerseys, but it's via mail now. Uh, Are we going to be as interested to see... uh, yeah, someone opening a jersey via the mail this year, boys. <laughs> yeah, look, I think, I think this is probably one of the silliest things that, um, you know, has been said. I think, you know, obviously the league and leagues around the world have taken, you know, COVID extremely seriously. Um, but, in you know, these guys are obviously tackling each other throughout the game. So uh, I, don't see, I don't see any harm in, in swapping jerseys straight after the game. You know, these guys it's, have been doing it for a long time. It's one of the great... Con- great tradition sorry of you know the nfl and something that i really enjoy watching as a fan after the game when it's done as well did you uh send your jumper to Kalen ponga last week just after, <laughs> just did you after you were inside his jersey did you yeah. <laughs> all right boys uh time uh, we do a little segment on the sweet and sour podcast it's punt for change so what we're going to do is 200 dollars each week uh, from topsport.com.au have been given 50 dollars each we're going to put all that money into charity plus have a little bit of banter to see who costs us from week to week chad you're up first this week. Where are you going ahead of your first NFL week multi-bet thanks to Top Sport? Yeah, look, my first uh, $50 bet of the year thanks to topsport.com.au. I've obviously taken my team, the Browns. Uh, you know, the outsiders against the Ravens, $3.90. And a multi as well with, with the Bills paying $1.35. Now that is a total of five twenty-five. a little bit juicy. I've gone one, on, one underdog in my Browns and one favorite. So, um, yeah, interesting to see how we go. Yeah, see how we go there. Dickie, where are you at? Well, along the lines of my season bet where I've gone all our all of our teams to uh, to beat the overs, uh, hopefully we can we can start well. So I've gone the Niners at a dollar thirty-two against the Cardinals. I've gone uh, your side, Sowie, the Saints against the Bucks at a dollar fifty. My team, the Raiders, are a dollar fifty against the Carolina Panthers. So I'll take that win Evil. early. <laughs> Unbelievable. We're going to start favourites. And I'm taking the Browns <laughs> with seven and a half point start, Chad. I'm not as confident as you at $1.93. So 
$6.23, Tristan might bump it up. You never know, maybe to $7, hopefully for me. That would be great. Yeah, keep an eye out on our socials, on Twitter and on Instagram as well. We'll put these bet slips up. So what happens is we get the prices and Tristan pretty much has a look to see who's got the best value there and we'll try and bump it up for our moving the chains, followers, copes. Uh, I'll leave yours to last because I think uh, yours might be the best. But I've gone the Dallas Cowboys to win against the Los Angeles Rams straight out. And look, just probably because to give uh, Dickie a little bit of a ribbon here, but the Las Vegas Raiders and the Carolina Panthers, unders. I think that game could be 7-3. Uh, I don't care, bro. <laughs> Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater, seriously, first week, I reckon that game, ten, uh, 7-3. So $1.89, $3.11 <laughs> for my first one. Uh, Copes, tell us your multi, and then we'll finish off with your fantasy player to watch this week. Oh, I hope Christian McCaffrey gets that seven points because a lot of people are drafting him with big high hopes. Uh, <laughs> look, my first one, I'm on the back of you there with the Cowboys as well. I think uh, $1.60 is great value as favourites in that game against the Rams. The other one, the Titans. I just spoke about how good that signing was for them. Uh, they're underdogs against the Denver Broncos in round one. Uh, $1.93, I really love that. And just a smoky, not involved in this bet, but I think it's a great bet uh, for a futures is uh, Matt Ryan. I mentioned it earlier in the show. Most passing yards in the regular season. He's at eight bucks, which I think is ridiculous value. So get on. Get on and please gamble responsibly. Have fun with it. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys too. Tristan said the Dallas Cowboys have had a lot of backing this week at $18. A lot of punters jumping on them to win the Super Bowl. Righto, we're going to finish the show every week with uh, Copes's fantasy player to watch this week and it's sponsored by a little bit of a surprise here for Chad Townsend but it's sponsored by Cronulla Beer uh, Drink Local he's got the shirt on there so they will be sponsoring it they haven't got the invoice yet uh, for sponsoring this let's season. go check uh, out the website check out the website Cronulla Beer uh, go on there who is the fantasy Cronulla Beer fantasy player to watch this week Copes the player to watch is a man who plays for the Eagles. They've got an injury-riddled receiving group, except for this guy who's an absolute burner. He's a star. He's a veteran. His name's Deshaun Jackson. And you're getting him in the 10th, even maybe the 12th, 13th round in fantasy drafts. I think he's going to have a monster against Washington week one. There you go. So Deshaun Jackson is the Cronulla Beer fantasy player to watch this week. Thanks very much for tuning in, moving the chains. Make sure you rate, review and subscribe, download. Tag us in if you're watching NFL Week 1. Uh, we'll try and get some prizes to give away throughout the year. And if you are having a punt on the weekend, please gamble responsibly and have some fun with it. Stay safe. We'll see you next week.